That's it. Better. Yo, what's up, y'all? We're back. Oh, that's real. Episode numero siete. Okay. Number seven. All right, we doing a little Spanish today. Lucky number seven. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to get my theme music, but I think I'm forgetting. Oh, you know what? There we go. Um, We missed a week, couple of weeks, because just stuff going on, but... Last week was Nipsey's birthday, so this is for him um, before we get into what we about to get into. Um, yeah, we got some ish to talk about. I love Nipsey. Um, boom. Shout out to Lauren London, still holding it down, uh, continuing the marathon. Um, he was such a great, great loss. Um and the crazy part is, when I lived in L.A., I knew who Nipsey was. I actually used to eat at a Jamaican restaurant down the street from his shop all oh, wow. the time. Um, and I had seen him a couple of times, never met him, but I heard his name a lot. You know, um, he was pretty much a street legend, uh, you know, self-made, so to speak, and just really a cool guy from what I've heard about him. So shout out to um, his family and uh, keep watching over them, protecting them. I don't know what's going on with his killer. That was a question that somebody asked me the other day, like, what's up with Nip's killer? Because I haven't seen anything in yeah. the news about his killer. I haven't heard nothing else about it. And that is always, it always makes me feel like things are, are a setup when, you know, somebody right, gets killed right. and then you got the killer. And then they captured the killer like two, three days later, I'm like, it's dudes in LA who done been murdered and they still, still they killers still walking right. around. So you kind of like got a side eye LAPD, you know, I don't know. Just, just a little suspect, uh, to me, but shout out to Nips's family. Um, and everybody holding it down for him. Have you been watching rough riders chronicles on BET? No. Oh my God. Um, that just came on, I think last week. And I'm about to check it out. You got, with, you got to. That was DMX, yes, right? That whole Eve, uh, the whole okay. crew. I actually did not know that um, Rough Riders was created by a family. It's it's a Muslim family. Um, I forget their last name, but Swiss Beats is their nephew. Really? So it's three brothers, and mm. I think the sister. Um, yeah, and Swiss is, Swiss is their, or however you say his name, <laughs> is their nephew. But the story um, is very interesting. They came from a really good family, um, tight unit. The brothers kind of got together and made some things happen. And it seems like um, they were very close-knit. Um, they had some things that happened to them, um, but they decided to, you know, create something, and they made history. So um, yeah. shout-out to Rough Riders. Uh I did watch the No Limit Chronicles. I missed that too. I heard it was a oh, lot. Oh wow! That was shared on there. You a know, whole lot. yeah, because I saw Master P on Instagram. Like him and Monica was kind of going at it, so yeah. I thought maybe it was something derived from that. Yeah, so. yeah, and he actually did a short video because I guess somebody in his family put him on blast and was saying that yeah. he wasn't taking care of whatever or didn't right, bury right, Big right. Mama and. All. Um, the thing about success is this. People always feel like you owe them something. 
obligation and like there is a sense of entitlement and like i saw right. one of his posts and he was like the atm is shut down yeah and when you have like one person yeah. in the family making it like that <laughs> yeah you may have a lot of people coming out your pocket and they think that they're entitled to your money versus everybody, actually working everybody. and my thing is his story is unique he took yeah. a little something and created this empire so i can understand him it's like okay i went out there and got it why, so, like, why can't you? Why can't you? You and, know, and I'm pretty sure the man was, like, footing a lot of the bills and stuff like that and giving oh, him absolutely. money and stuff. So my thing is they should have used it instead of continuously trying to be in its pocket. So. And, and, and it seems like it may be, like he said, the ATM was closed. So, right. you know, when you enable people by doing things for them and then um, you all of a sudden stop doing things for them, I think they feel like, you know, like, how dare you stop? Right. Whatever it is you were doing right. for me, absolutely, it, it transcends across relationships. It transcends across friendships. You know, um, yep. once you start enabling people um, and allowing them to become codependent on you, then it creates problems for you. Yeah. And, and they, so, yeah, and especially with a family, they may not have had as much, and you right. know how that that type of mentality is, like entitlement, and they see you got it, so they right. want it and stuff like that. But they don't want to put in and work. They don't want to work. And I'm pretty know. sure he probably created some opportunities for them to, yep. to get some money. And, you know, again, once you start carrying people, when you get tired of carrying them and you got to drop the load, some people are not going to be happy. Um, yep. I think it was Nipsey that said everybody can't, you know, everybody can't go. Yeah. The circle gets smaller. circle gets smaller and smaller because yep. when you have money like P has, you don't really know who is legit for you, you know, right, who right. you can trust. And, I mean, I know, like, his guys like Anthony Boswell and a couple of those other guys that he's been around, they've been consistent um, throughout his life from what I know. So um, when you have people that are just kind of coming along for the ride, everybody want to try yeah. ride the train but don't nobody want to pay the toll kind of situation, right. um, you know, you experience these things, and, and I've even seen it. And I haven't even done anything significant, but I've done a couple of things. And, you know, people before I did these things, you know, fake wouldn't talk to me. And then all of a sudden, oh, hey, well, a year ago, you just looked at me like, you know, I was shit, basically. So now all of a sudden we supposed to be cool. Yeah, you know? I, w- I always rock with team, no new friends. Like right. whoever's in my circle now, because uh, I like my circle is small, right? Look, it's like stay, I'm not taking stay. applications for like any additional. I mean, I you just don't stay. have the the energy, the, the energy, or the patience, or the patience. You we, know, so. we too, we too, we too old. Number one, and right. I'm already suspicious of people because I've been burned by people. I've had people close to me betray me. I've had people close to me um, do things that I really was shocked that they did. So I can't even genuinely say that, yeah, you know, come on into my circle. No. It's, yeah. It's, I, I don't, I it's don't hard think to I trust people when you see certain things unfold. Right. You know, it's like right. you want to be genuine with people, but at the same time, sometimes people can take that for granted. Absolutely. As well as for a weakness, you know. So it's yeah. like. Yo, yeah, it's like I gotta, you know, I can deal with you from afar, and I can be casual and cordial with you, well, but we ain't gonna be friends, right? You ain't gonna be in that we ain't circle, gonna be friends at all. Yeah, I um, I was looking at, um, I think it was something about Megan the Stallion and 
the guy who shot her or whatever the situation was. It's something that T.I. said that everybody was talking about, and then some other, I think Waka Flocka. And I guess they're basically trying to, I think Waka was trying to put it on Megan and saying it's her fault. And somebody yeah, and said females be tripping. See, and I'm like, so because she tripped, no, you shoot her? Like, I, I, don't, I don't get that. And me and my younger sister, we were actually talking about, you know, black men having our backs. You know right. what I'm saying? Like while right. I was um, on my way to the studio. But it's to me, it's just crazy. I don't care what she did in that car. He shot her right. twice. Like. Right. How do you shoot someone? How do you pull out your gun and shoot a woman or whatever? But I am right. interested to hear, like, the what story, happened? like, what actually took place. Right. And she said that, you know, she was trying to, like, hold him down for the longest because she would never say that it was right. actually him. Right. She was just like, first it was uh, glass broken and she right. stepped on glass and then, you know, then the actual shooting. And she came out a little while ago and said that it was actually him That's because right. people in his team were seeing that, she was, like, jumping on him or something in a car, fighting him in a car. I heard that, too, because you know? of Kylie Jenner, supposedly. Right, I'm like, right. y'all niggas going to learn to leave Kylie Jenner and I'm alone. I'm, I, don't, I don't know what it is about the Kardashians, and, yeah, I said it, um, that yeah, these man. men find so, other than their money, find so exciting that you just feel like, oh, let me get in. And if you look at their history with men, the men who are with them don't do well. I mean, like, after, fact, they after don't. the fact, they don't. their lives pretty much go to shit. So I'm not quite sure if they're a rite of passage or whatever the situation is. Like, what what is it? Because I, I clear, look at Kanye. I mean, yeah. he went from boy wonder to, to boy what the fuck. Yeah, like seriously, yo, did you see? It was about three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He had the little campaign, and I think was it Oklahoma somewhere. No, yo, and then he just started breaking out. He started crying. He was talking about Kim, like they had, well, with Northwest, Northeast, whatever the child's name is, <laughs> South Central, <laughs> right, whatever it is. <laughs> but he wanted her to get an abortion, and I'm like, you put oh, your I family. I did hear about that. I did hear about there. that. I did hear Yo, about that. I was like, to me, that was too much. And then he was like, well, you know, she didn't want to have the abortion because, you know, I was out here doing my thing, so I wanted her to have an abortion. I'm like, did you discuss this with your wife before you came out here and put out the family business? Then all of a sudden he got teary-eyed and emotional. And I'm like, yo, just cut, cut, time out, cut. Let him go backstage. And then, Let's just stop all of this. And then she said, well, when she spoke on his mental illness, I was like, I don't think that was no. She shouldn't have done because I feel as though like she at that point she was trying to be the victim because she was like pray for the people who dealing with people with situations like that. And she's a narcissist. Kim Kardashian is a narcissist. Narcissists always want to be the victim. It's always no matter what scenario it is. Oh, I'm I'm the one who's at fault. Right. Right. Just like if you deal with one in a relationship, whatever you do. Or whatever they do, excuse me. Whatever they do, they're going to spin it around and blame you for making yeah. them do it. So yeah. you can't win. There's no self-accountability. And, and my thing is this, like, if that's your man and you hold him. Now, granted, he shouldn't have said anything about the abortion or right. whatever their family business was. But at right. the same time, if I'm supporting my man and holding him down, I'm not going to use that as an opportunity to kind of steal a spotlight and be like, Y'all pray for me because right. I have to deal with this motherfucker. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. I feel as though that's what she was she was basically she was saying, saying. Yeah. Versus it all yeah. being about him. Like if you're gonna help him, help him. 
Yeah. And, and clearly you're not. She, and like I said, I think she's really all about attention. She found right. somebody to marry her after dealing with God knows whoever and whatever. Um, and so I think he got into got in over his head. Um, because yeah. I know that after his mother died, it seemed like his mental state was very um, fragile. Was very fragile. And I heard um, from some people that know him that he felt guilty because he paid for the surgery yeah. and all this other stuff. So you know, and guilt guilt is a is guilt is a motherfucker. Right. I mean, excuse my French, but guilt is a motherfucker. And you got people dealing with guilt, and it will it can same as jealousy. Guilt and jealousy they do the same thing. I think. To people, they'll eat you. Um, they'll eat you alive. So, yeah, very unfortunate. Um, other things in the news: Latoya Luckett and her um, yeah. husband. Husband, yeah. ooh, that situation. Um, I don't watch that show, whatever they're on with Ti and everybody, but people that I know watch it, and they were talking about how much of an asshole he was to her he was like i watched one episode where they were like in a car and then you know how they do like the little side interviews and Mm -hmm. she was talking somebody his family had passed i think his mother yeah and she was like he hadn't gotten over that and so he kind of deflect like his anger or his emotions or feelings toward her at times just randomly you know, um, but wouldn't so. that bring you closer to your wife if you lost your mother? Like, wouldn't you want to, you know, connect more and be closer to her? Because I, you know, what I'm noticing with a lot of people, and this is not just a black thing. This is just a human right. thing. People keep making excuses for motherfuckers who ain't shit, and I'm just gonna say it like that. Yeah. You got people out here who mistreat you abuse you whether verbally physically mentally or whatever and you know it's always and there's a uh somebody who posted on facebook i can't remember his name but i'm gonna get to him in a minute and basically it was talking about how we make excuses for this bad behavior Mm -hmm. and so it it basically gives the the perpetrator a reason to continue you know how many women have been in relationships where you know you should have left this dude like Men, too. It's men that put up with stuff from women that they probably shouldn't put up with. But I'm not a man, so I can't say what y'all deal with. But as a woman who has been in situations that I know I should have walked away from, like, really walked away, like, ran away from, and you don't because, oh, you know, you want to try and prove that you're loyal and this and that. And really, it's like, well, they're going to do them regardless. And even if you're loyal to a person... Nine times out of ten, like, the guy said, oh, you been working with these Build-A-Bear type dudes, like mm-hmm. these dudes you got to fix because they broken. And and that's yeah. male or female because I don't want the men to think that we're bashing them because this is not a male bashing session. This is not what we do here, but we got to keep it 1,000. Um, a lot of y'all are in dysfunctional relationships that you should have left, whether yeah. you're a man or a woman. If somebody is mistreating you, why are you enduring that shit? Because you think you can't get better or you think you don't deserve better? I think, I think the, the main thing, and I can only speak for myself, I was looking at that situation like, am I being overly critical on this dude right. knowing that I got some broken pieces within me? You know what mm. I'm saying? So mm. it's more so of like, okay, how can I criticize him for being broken 
and I got some pieces of me that's broken. Now, granted, those seasons shouldn't have lasted as long as they lasted, but a few of them um, hate all my ex-boos. But I just feel as though, like, sometimes it's it's hard to criticize someone when you feel as though, you know, I got some broken pieces too, so how can I talk about him? Maybe he's, you know, uh, putting up with me just like I'm putting up with him. But you know what? The fact that you can acknowledge that you have broken pieces, right. um, that's the first step. And many people cannot acknowledge that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And so if you can't acknowledge your mistakes, you can't acknowledge what you've been through. Um, the group that was in here uh, before oh, we yeah. got in here, they they were saying some really interesting things about um, accountability. And I got to shout them out. Um, the Lipstick Den, I think. Shout out to the Lipstick Den. And shout out to um, Catch You on the Rebound because I got to get him credit. But they were talking about um, accountability and people in their circle not holding people accountable. Like if you know somebody's doing something wrong and, you know, yeah, that's your friend, but are you checking them on what they're doing wrong or are you just going along with it right. just because they're, you know what I'm saying, they're right, your friend. You. Cause you don't, I don't know. Maybe you don't want to lose the relationship, but I mean, my friends know. Like I'm, a, I might say some stuff that is going to probably hurt your feelings, but I want you to see what I think you're doing. Now, you don't have to take my advice or my, right. you know, believe shit about my opinion. You don't have to even acknowledge it, but I'm gonna say it as your friend because right. I value our relationship. Um, hey, Gerald. Hey, E. Um, they're asking why wasn't Tori Lanez arrested? I don't know why he wasn't arrested. That's a good oh, question. Tori Lanez? Uh, yeah, that's his name. Lanez. Yeah. Because, like, she just came out and said it. And said it. Okay. She was like, everybody that was in that SUV with them, nobody said, like, Nothing. he was the one who shot so her. So, basically, nobody. they all just. Right. Okay. And she just went live maybe a couple of days ago, and she actually named him. Now, it was suspected that it was him. Yeah. You know, but nobody came forward to say it. And I saw her foot, and I was like, damn. Yeah. Her foot is her foot was jacked up. Yeah, a lot of people said she was lying, so that's why she came in. She was like, I wasn't. She showed pictures and everything. And see, that's another thing. Coming to the defense of motherfuckers who are abusers, you know right. what I'm saying? And, and just dealing with shit that, again, you know you shouldn't be dealing with, whether right. it's... Male or female. Um, you know, I told you, you know, last time I had a cousin that was murdered um, by her boyfriend. So when it comes to, like, characteristics of that kind of stuff that she dealt with and seeing certain personality traits, mm-mm. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not dealing with that because I know me and how I would get down. If I feel threatened, I'm going to react. Right, right. So I don't want to put myself in that position to make a mistake that could get me into trouble. Um, and I'm not going to endure that because, you know, abusive relationships, like my ex-husband's family, his mother used to get beat by their dad. His dad, I mean, his brothers uh, busted his fiance's jaw the day before the wedding, you know. So, oh, wow. Mm, I don't think I need to be in this situation because right, I don't right. want to be here on a maybe that you might get mad enough and I end up in a box or on an ID episode or right. I or I be on Snap and you be in a box right. or something like that. So, I mean, this whole accountability thing is something that a lot of us as people need to do. Black people in particular, black men, there's some of y'all who ride and protect us, but then there's some of y'all who just 
don't do right. shit. You don't speak up. You'll you'll stand by and watch somebody, a woman, get the shit beat out of her, and you won't get involved because, oh, right. that's not your business. But if it was your mom or your sister, would you want somebody to get involved then? Right. You know right. what I'm saying? And then, like, this young lady posted... I think it's in the insecure group. She said um, she didn't want to, I think she didn't want to call the police on her kid's father. He had threatened it. He had done something real volatile. And so she was like, now I'm wishing I had because something happened and he went and did something else and hurt somebody. So she was like, well, if I had called the police, you know, maybe he would have been whatever, whatever. And we have, I think we have this thing about, not calling the police on people. And I don't like dealing with law enforcement. I really don't. I'm just going to be honest. I just don't. Just growing up in Oakland and their history with uh, yeah. people in Oakland and how they do people, um, I'm not a huge fan of law enforcement. It's not to say that they're all bad because they're not. I have some friends who are in law enforcement um, and some people that I'm really cool with that right. are in law enforcement. But overall, um, at some point, wrong is wrong. Yeah. And you can't treat people any kind of way. Yeah. You just had it's, another shooting up in what, Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I think and I think there's something that, that Meg was tu- Meg the Stallion was touching on in her video. Mm-hmm. She was like, You gotta realize like all everybody in the car black and then the police, so she didn't want to tell him that somebody had a gun or somebody was shooting or whatever. Right. She was like, because it right. could have ended totally different with all of them being killed. True. You know, um, so that was one of her reasons. But, yeah, a lot of people in today's time, like, don't really fuck with the police. Like, yeah. it's like, yo, yeah. like, we're going to try to handle this behind closed doors right. because it could be something more severe than whatever the issue is that, you know, that came up. But, but yeah, it's very unfortunate. Yeah, and um, back to the Latoya situation. <laughs> yeah. Um. So he Is, supposedly cheated. Yeah. Isn't she pregnant? Right. Yeah. She's about to drop any day now. The girl who ratted him out. Um. Is from Dallas, supposedly a stripper. And the crazy oh. thing oh. is, a the crazy thing. Somebody I know knows the girl's mother. Really? So. I had tea on this situation before it even came out. So when it came out, I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) But I was like, okay, number one, why are you getting videotaped? If you're going to do it. Yeah, no, they were supposedly, I guess, in a hotel. And somebody said that his legs was up in the air. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't know what that's about. Um, I don't even want to know. But. That's what I heard. All right, side note, great. side note, guys, do not put your legs in the air. Ever. Don't, don't ever put do your legs that. in the air. Don't do a Lamont. Like, um, no. I don't even want to picture it. At all. Like, <laughs> Yo, like your legs in I the like, air. Huh? That's what like I heard. What I don't, look, I don't know how true that is. I don't know if let it's me, true or not. But I'm like, bruh, 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 man, fifth flow. Don't put your legs in the air. Please, please, Jesus. Man. That's just something. I feel the same way about men's legs in the air as I feel about men with too much Vaseline on their lips and no facial hair. I'm, <laughs> too shiny. Like, uh, 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 lip gloss like, popping. His like, lip gloss is Your popping. lips should not be more popping than mine. But, yeah, real talk. So um, I, I kind of was like, yeah, I, I, I felt some type of way about it because when you have a marriage, number one, 
a very public marriage. Right. You have a beautiful wife. I don't know how she is one-on-one. She could be a demon child. I don't know. But you need to have some decorum about yourself. It's just certain things you can't do. If right. you're going to creep, don't creep with a woman who's going to snitch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, back in the day, and not saying it's right because I'm not a fan of infidelity, but mistresses used to keep quiet. Back in the day. Now these girls all like, oh, let me put let me put this on the gram. What about your spirit and your soul makes you feel like it's okay to ruin this man's family? Because there's children involved. Now, yeah, if he yeah. was just him and her married, what you know, not saying that makes it any better, but if it's a situation where this couple is together, there's no children involved, and you decide to do whatever, you know, that's a little different. But when you have children involved, this girl is pregnant, she could have miscarried. She could have, you know, anything could have happened. That's additional stress, and especially, like, she's really close to the time of actually delivering the child. So you don't know what that impact. Her mind, her mindset is like. Right, right. Um, So you you picking your legs in the air over your family. It's a a dangerous game. That's just crazy to me. It's a a dangerous game to play. Um, And, you know, I, I always try to, you know, I try to respect people's, relationships and boundaries like i i don't want to be don't bring me into no entanglements right. with no extra nothings like i'm i'm cool on that but yeah i i feel i feel really bad um for her and somebody was saying they unfollowed each other on social media and all this other yeah. shit like which is you know that's kind of like childish to me that's why i said social media is is good and evil because you got yeah. on one hand like it can help you reconnect with people and stuff, but then on the other hand, you y'all some of y'all millennials y'all talk too damn much. I'm just gonna say that y'all need to just everything. shut up. Y'all do too much. Like everything is not for the gram or Facebook. Um, stop airing out your laundry. But yeah, yeah. we gonna we gonna keep Latoya in prayer. Hopefully, um, she can work through that. Personally, I would just drop the nigga and move on. Yeah. It's, I think it's she should have stayed with Slim Thug. I mean, if you're going to deal with a cheater, at least deal with a cheater who got the same amount of money, money. or more as you. <laughs> Sorry. Shout out to Slim Thug. Um, but, yeah, you know, I, I, I feel really bad. I hope the baby is okay. Um, and I hope she comes out on top. But, yeah, that, that was cold, cold-blooded. Dr. Dre's wife has a prenup. She signed a prenup. Did you hear? Listen. When I read the article, yo, because, you know, this we, we kind of touched bases on this last yes, time. Yes, we did. So, I'm like, she's an attorney, and she, like, her rebuttal is that he tore up the prenup. Lady, you are an attorney. Right. You should know right. that is not grounds <laughs> to invalidate a, a legal document. Like, where did you And even if he tore it up, from? it's a copy somewhere. Absolutely. I was like, so you, you think that he tore up everything? Right. Like but, he, I mean, come on, girl. I was like. Because, you know, when it first came, I said, how do you not know you signed a prenup? But at first, I was like, dang, Dre, like, you from Compton, dude. Like, I know you know the scams females be running coming right, from Compton. Right. Like, really? So, I kind of was like, because my mother is the one who told me, because she loves Dr. Dre. Um, and she was like, you know, Dre, um, his wife getting a divorce. And I was like, really? But when I saw that she had the prenup, I'm like, okay, now you a lawyer. And you don't know you have a prenup. And then she said somehow it was kind of like duress, like they forced her to sign it or he said he wasn't going to marry. Well, if you weren't about the money, what difference does it make? You you know that's a lie. You know that's a lie. But she left her other husband. um, Wasn't he like a famous He was a basketball basketball player, player, Sedell Threat or whatever his name was. And he's older. I think he's probably in his 50s now. She left him. 
or Dre. And I, I remember Misha Lay said in an um, interview that she had thrown, like, their baby, you know, her, their son's baby pictures out. Oh, Her wow. son with Dre, like, when she, basically Dre evil. moved her in. Yeah, that's just And evil. Misha Lay moved out, which I thought was foul because I'm like, this is my thing. Even if you are doing with stuff, doing something like that, don't don't mess with the kids. Like don't right. don't like do the, that. The kids that's, are the kids innocent. are off limits, and you know, right. doing to me doing stuff like that, that's just pure evil. Like but the kids didn't do anything petty. to you. She was petty. She was petty, and I think she was just a gold digger. She was on of the course. come up. She of saw course. Dre as this hood nigga who you know probably thought whatever at the time she was cute or whatever, and you know he got caught up. Okay, he married her or whatever. And see, this is what I, this is why I say with the ride or die situation. Now, Misha Lay was with him from the bottom. Like, when they was right. in world-class wrecking crew with glitter suits on and high heels or whatever right. they was wearing. And then you get Hollywood, and then you leave your girl from around the way. And the one then who get stuck with, The one who, and I mean, and she endured some some right. stuff. You know, she endured Abuse some stuff and everything. So, and I'm not, and I'm not going to even say because I really think, like, looking at their history and from what I know of the situation, I, I really believe Dre did really love Michelle. But I've also um, heard some things about Dre, his mother being really mean and abusive, possibly abusive to him. Um, my yeah. aunt lives in Compton. And so, you know, some of my folks, you know, know the situation a little bit more. But I think that he, I don't know, Alonzo Williams said, he was like, I think Dre sold his soul to the devil. I remember he said that during the interview. He said he wanted like $2 million. He said, I'll sell my soul to the devil for $2 million. He was like, I really think Dre sold his soul to the devil. (laughs) I was like, for $2 million? Who signed signed that contract? Yeah, who signed that contract? But um, with Michelle, like I said, I think her... Being that down girl, I mean, Dina do had what four, five kids when you met him, and then I'm like, if she this based on the fact that she even got into your entanglement, you should have just married her off the rip, yeah. you know. And I mean, like she was talking about like how one of her videos, she said, if you look real close, you can see all the makeup on my eye because she said he had hit her, I think the night before, and I watched that video and I was like, dang, I was like, you could tell, I mean, right. you could see. The black eye, but I mean, like when she wrote something in my heart, she really, really like that song is a classic song, and to date, that's her best song ever. Yep, I got it on my playlist. And I, I mean, but you know what? I always wonder about him. Like, does he ever sit up and listen to that song? Like when he's alone, like you know, does mm-hmm. he ever reflect on that? Because. I always wonder, like, when people really mess over somebody that they knew was down for them, especially with this situation he's in now with his wife um, trying to get half or whatever. I'm like, I wonder, does he ever sit back and be like, damn. I think he did because a few years ago I remember reading an article and he was like he apologized to, like, his exes. He didn't go into detail about, you know, what he did. So Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure some of those behaviors were carried on, the same ones that, you know, him and Michelle went through. He probably beat the hell out the rest of the women too, but he just apologized. Yeah. He was like, "I'm sorry," and that was it. So, well, then cut me a check, nigga. If right? Really sorry, cut me a check. How about that? Cash right. me, out. cash me out. How about that? But yeah, I think that, um, and like I said, I love Dre as an artist. Um, and when the R. Kelly, I have to go jump to R. Kelly real quick. When oh, that situation Lord. came up with, because I'm a true, I really love R. Kelly as a 
musician. I think he is extremely talented. I've yeah. seen him live. And that dude, I mean, he got hits on top of hits on top of hits. I mean, and he puts on a hell of a show. Um, yeah. he, he gives you your money's worth. But there's a backstory to everybody's life, and you really have to go back and look at what people have been through to bring them to this point. But on the flip side of that shit, everybody got choices too. Yeah. You know, and people, I think people make choices to either, you know, be good to you or not. Like um, somebody I was involved with drink was drinking or whatever. And we get real disrespectful um, under the influence. And I'm like, okay, is this what you do? And his excuse was, oh, this is what my daddy used to do. So that no, makes the shit right that's because that's what your dad used to do. Right. Now, I'm a firm believer that, you know, that there are a lot of influences in the household, you know, your childhood right. that reflect right. like some of the behaviors and actions that you do as an adult. But at some point, you got to check accountable. It, right. You got to check shit. yourself and be like, yo, I'm broken. Right. I need to go see counseling or whatever the case may be. You can't be 40, 50 years old still talking about my dad wasn't there with right. me. And Somebody broke still, my heart in sixth grade and I ain't got right. all It's like at some point you got to be like, yo, I can't continue to wreak havoc on other people that come into my life. So what I need they to say, fix hurt this. people, hurt, hurt people. people. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So I think it's a shared accountability between the, the parents, you know, and I know that's a hard subject for, you know, some of us to talk about when we didn't hold our parents Especially accountable. Especially if, if you didn't have both parents. And I was talking right. to a friend of mine today, and she was like, you know, a lot of people did not have two parents. So, and, and to, for the parents on the flip side, you know, a lot of parents did the best they could with what, um, they, had. With what they had because a lot of people do not, um, you know, everybody who has children, I'm going to say, should not be a parent. Yeah. Um, you have people who give birth and bring kids here because they want somebody to love them like they haven't been loved. Um, that's not kids are not a solution to you being empty. And I was watching the shy mm-hmm. um, on Showtime and Sonya Song's character, who is um, what's his, what's the boy name who was uh, in Straight Outta Compton? She was his mother. Um, Jason Mitchell's character. Brandon is his character. Was his character's name? He's not on the show anymore. But she said she ba- she said I had no business uh, bringing kids into the world. She said because I had nothing to give them. So yeah. essentially, what she's saying is she basically brought these kids here thinking they were going to fix what was broken with her. with her, and that's not the case. Kids are not going to fix you. Um, you really, and you know, black people, we got this thing about therapy and asking for help. And I'm not talking about always going to your pastor because some of these pastors are shady. Uh, what's his name? John, what's that? What's the, what's the big I know boy name? I know you He just about came out, he cheating on his wife. Another Again. We're going to get to him in a minute. But Yo. you can't, sometimes you can't go to the man in the cloth because they got their own stuff going on. But. Talk to somebody who can actually help you and be neutral about the situation. You can't go to your family members and say, oh, am I this way? Because a lot of times they're going to be biased. Be like, hell yeah, you that way. You know, you need to have somebody with a clean ear give you advice or, 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 you know, let you know that your shit is janky. Yeah, and you know I think it's a I think it's a certain way to deliver the information too to make it more receptive. Right. Because, you know, like some of us like I'm kind of like straight to the point. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I too. couldn't be a therapist or anything because <laughs> 
Because you can't if just you sit want. here and be like, okay, no. Because right. you know, okay, look here. This like, now you, need you to know do. that shit wasn't right. <laughs> like, come on now. You right. know, so you need to go to someone who has been trained in a way to deliver the, the message. Advice. Right, right. right. Probably. So you'd be like, yeah, I am fucked up. Thank <laughs> you for that. You know, it's like, yeah, I received it. You know, fuck around, want to slap me if I I'm the one that's telling you. So and I and I'm gonna tell you what 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 messed up is, and this is off topic, but on the subject of people being screwed up, um, somebody told me that a friend of hers had a relationship with his grandmother, and I was like, like, like sexual relationship, and I was like. Say that again. What type of she said, princess? yeah. And he he's he's a, a guy who likes to be um penetrated that. sexually. I hate to, is he black? Yes, he's oh. black, unfortunately. But his grandmother violated him when he was about sixteen or seventeen. Really? I said your grandma. And for him to be like that old because most predators they start with like the young kids because you know, they try to instill that, that fear in them, like, like I'm an adult. Slash, I mean, shitty-ass grandma you got. Yo. How would that grandma? even come into your, I mean, I, I I didn't have no words for that. Yeah, I, I'm still up here thinking. And like, so he's, he's messed up hmm. and probably don't even realize how messed up he is. But I'm like. Your grandmother, though. Grandma. Grandma who you make cookies Girl. with, though. It's some real fucked up people around here. Yeah. That's a level of incest that I would never... Like, if someone came to me and been like, you know, some incest going on with the family, I would never think it was a grandmother grandmother. and a grandson. You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, what is this, the father, the uncle, you know? But, wait, that's a form of pedophilia. That's beyond my perception. Like, when she said it, I, I was like, okay, wait. Say that again. And that's what I'm saying. People think, you know, when you hear shit like that, you like, nah, this, that's a lie. She gave me so many details. Something. I was like, okay, there's no way you can make something like this up. But even on a previous episode, I talked about how a friend of mine in New Orleans, he had a, a parent come to him, and her son was having sex with her in his sleep. She said he was sleepwalking. I'm like, okay, and you ain't bust, bust this nigga upside his head coming in your room? I'm sleepwalking, like, though. That's what, that was her excuse. And he told me that, and I was like, and his boy, were he, co-signed, he was like, yeah, he told me about it. And he was like, I was like thinking the same, looking the same way you nah. looking. I was like, but truth be told, I think that happens a lot more often than not. My mother had a student um, at a middle school here in Dallas um, when she was working at, and the young lady was being violated by her brother and her father. That's crazy. And she was an eighth grader, and she was extremely introverted, and she was damaged. Like, she had um, a lot going on, and I was like, bless her heart. I mean, like, I can't even imagine, like, how messed up somebody would be to be violated by your father, your brother, the the men that are supposed to protect you. Um, You know, and just like with R. Kelly being violated by his sister, Oh yeah, and they said it was a dude, like an older dude in the that neighborhood with him. Yeah. that um have fruits and stuff. Yeah, I was like, damn those fruits. Stay away from them damn fruits. Damn Stay away from them piano teachers too. <laughs> I quit piano because um my piano teacher, I didn't like the way he put his hands on my shoulders. It was right. just 
creepy. You know, as hell. and I was very young. I think I took piano. I may have been six or seven. And it was just like it was like the way he would come and you know, I just didn't like it. Right. And I always like I don't know if it's maybe subliminally because of that. Um, I don't like people being behind me. Like, you know, when people stand too close behind me, I don't like that. Like, I feel some type of way. Like, when I go to the movie theater, I don't sit where somebody, usually I don't, if I can help it, I don't sit where somebody's behind me. I always try to sit at the top. Like, I don't like, I don't like people behind me, you know. It it feels weird, you know. Um, Especially when some, if somebody does this or like they, you know, I feel like they, mm, I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, come, come this way, cause I, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's 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 crazy just to think, but, and it's crazy to me that the whole sense of like pedophilia, like, yeah, what attracts you to, to somebody, a child, that, a ch- yeah, an innocent child? It's like, is it because you feel as though you got control over the situation, you can manipulate the situation? Or whatever, and you know, Man, no I, dig I at adults, even, but yeah. sometimes you can control adults too and manipulate oh, yeah. them. Look, so. have you ever seen pimps up holes down? <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying. So, so yeah, that is that is weird. Man, That's just it's crazy. Like weird to the me. things that I've seen, like having worked in education with kids, um, and just some of the experiences these kids have had with being violated. You just can't even. Fathom it. It's just yeah. like, like what? Like, and then you know, you have a lot of women who are single, and they get men, and they bring these men around their kids. Like after yeah. week, two weeks, they moving in with them. You don't even know this dude. Like, like, you know, why are you bringing these people around your kids? The there was two young men, and I can't remember what state it was a while back. They the girl um, left her baby with the guy. Uh, I don't know if it's a boyfriend or what, but he and his friend. Break the Pets. baby. Yep. And I, I was like, that. man, when I tell you, they they would have thrown me under the jail deep because right. I, I cannot tell you if I was that girl's father or uncle, brother, or something, they wouldn't even made it to trial. Right. And, they and my even thing made is, to like, trial. to me as a parent, my obligation is to protect, protect my children. children. Right. And, like, I don't even have any kids now, but whenever right. I do, that's going to be the, that motherly sense. Like, that's my Number priority one. to protect you and make yeah. sure you're good. Yeah. You know, and just to have somebody around you that I do not know hardly. And people and leave their kids. Why? I've seen people come. No oh, way. can you watch my son real quick? No. Right. And my thing is, like, you don't even know me. I don't know even know me. you. Like, right. right. You I don't know, have like, any babysitter credentials or nothing like that. I'm not a nanny. Man, my friend's so, yeah. dad had a car wash in Houston and. These chicks will come up there. Oh, I'm finna run to the store right quick. I'm gonna leave him up here. No, no, take that's him with you. Anything could happen, and that goes back to your point where people start having children, but they're not ready for. They're not mentally ready, you know, physically, like, financially right. ready. Uh, some people out here having kids and can't even pay rent. They can't even uh, live in their own apartment. I mean, like you having kids. I know people who've had kids while they living in the house with a whole nother adult like three four other adults and they don't every last kid done been uh procreated in the house like that's crazy and i know you can't how does that happen right and i know you can't prepare for everything you know when it in terms of parenting but to me the finance that is the basic minimum basic but you when you start having one two three and then you got four 
and five. Right. It's like you just and you're not on you're your just own. Careless at that point. That's and you're reckless. Not even, and it's like and you're not even thinking about how your situation is going to impact your children. You know. Right. So, like I said, as right. a as a parent, there's an obligation and responsibility to make sure your children are good, are safe, and protected. So you you popping yep. them out like. Stare, what they call them? Like Tic Tacs. Right. Some things that they used to come out the little. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. The little nasty. <laughs> that candy. little gun, yeah. That, that, with that the little candy. heads on them. I forget what they call them things. I, I think it's something that started with a P. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't like them. Yeah, I, I like those. I don't know. I just, I just feel like people need to make better decisions, be more accountable. And, you know, uh, yep. the fact of the matter is, a lot of adults are not ready to hear. The truth. Um, they get mad when you tell it to them. Yeah. Um, they think you're being judgmental. And I'm not perfect by any means. I know you're not perfect. We're not perfect. Right. Um, no human is. But the fact that people have the audacity to get offended when you're trying to help them in a situation, yeah. you're kind of like, like, I'm trying to help you out. Like, I mean, I really don't give a shit what you do. To be honest, right. you know what I'm saying? But I just, if it's I family, to, right. you I want to family to do, you know, you want the best thing for family. You want family to to succeed and be, you know, be great. But you can't want something for somebody that they don't want for themselves. Right. I guess, like, is, is the best way of putting it. Yeah. Um, and I just hate to see kids in situations like that where you know it's not stable. The foundation is not stable. Yeah. There's no father around, you know. Or or he's around, but he he can't, he doesn't want to deal with the mother. And a lot of men, I think, not all, but some men treat the kids according to how they feel about the mother. Mm-hmm. Um, because maybe it was a one-night stand. Maybe she put you through hell. Maybe she set you up. Um, maybe she stole your sperm because that happens too. I don't know, whatever. Right. And they're angry. And I mean, rightfully so, because if I was a guy and somebody stole my sperm, I'd be pissed off too. But for situations, when you go into a situation and decide to procreate with someone or you feel like, oh, I'm going to have this baby and I'm going to keep him around or whatever, nine hurt. times out of ten it's going to backfire on you. Right, um, right. And I think people don't realize that until it's too late. Yeah. And when you become a certain age and you're still continuing to do the same thing, there's something going on with you that needs to be right. fixed. And it's and like, and you're adjusted. damaging the kid. Like, the kids are and innocent. And the kids will hate you when right, you, absolutely. when they get older, they it's will like, hate you. It's they, like, if you don't I mean, do it for yourself, you. do it for the kid that yeah. you should be obligated yeah. to. Yeah. But people don't, some, I would say some people don't think that way. Right. Yeah, I think, um, I think ultimately when it comes to, and, and most of our my generation, most of their kids are older, um, and so a lot of situations are different, but I'm noticing like a lot of these younger generations, like they are literally just having babies by men. They don't even know. I was talking to somebody about two weeks ago and he was telling me that his cousin had a baby and she put the wrong name, last name of the, or misspelled the, the guy's last name for on the, the birth, birth certificate. Because she didn't know it? She didn't know. Honestly. See, that's, I don't know, man. I just can't. It got to be some type of connection. And I guess that's why I'm 36 with no kids now. Like, I just. Oh, I think you should know the last name. Um, 
That's the middle, middle. Look, do you know the middle name? Do it's you, like, know, you at least know, know the last four of his social? But see, like, the crazy part is you don't know his last name, but you don't you know what kind know of diseases and, and mental well illnesses enough. he got in his family. That's another it's thing. It's like he shot up the club, but you don't know his last name. Like I, I don't, I don't get that. But y'all ended up doing a horizontal boogie, and you don't know his last name. Right. Like, like how, how that go? I like seriously, and, and I mean, like that really happens in real life. In real life. And that that's it's tragic. It's it's really sad. We were supposed to talk about child support, but our um co host, he was handling some little old lady crisis on the J O B. Um, but we will have our child support um episode and we definitely want to hear y'all stories um about the child support because um it's it's a touchy subject and I've had a couple of conversations with some guys I've gotten a couple inbox messages and the lifestyle child support aka the lifestyle fund is what has come up because a lot of them say well yeah you know I'm give her this a month but she coming up with a new car and won't do won't won't and you know she I know she ain't got no money how she getting a new car you know so and but the kids you know they steady asking for stuff right. you know what I'm saying and so um that's that's another touchy subject um yeah because it, it can be to me it could go both ways, right? Because some right. guys think if they just give the money, that's the they only need, thing. Right. But my thing is, yo, do you understand, like, what the mother has to go to, through? Let's say if the kids got sports, she got to get them off for school. She got to make sure they got to take them, transportation. You know, Especially if they don't live with you. Yeah. Absolutely. And or you're not thing. close. You know, so I'm like, yo, it's like, nah, just the money itself ain't going to do it. You got to spend some time with the kids time for the is kids more to actually important. know. Like who you are and you develop those, you know, those relationships. And especially for black men. And and I'm not beating up on black men, whatever. But right now with everything that we see going on in the news about, you know, how their police officers are using us as target practice, I think it's very important for black men to be in their black son's lives so they can start teaching them some things. um, Especially like the instincts that they need and all of that, you know, growing up. But But what do you do? Money is not the case. Right. What do you do to play devil's advocate? What if the father himself has not been properly taught by a man? Like, what if he didn't get what he needed? No. Know? And then you pass this, like, a lot of this misogynistic behavior, and you and I talked about this um, last time we were here, a lot of the misogyny that we see, we are seeing a lot of hatred um, towards black women you know it's a lot of hatred it's a lot of hatred but when it comes down to the wire we're really the ones who have y'all's back but y'all some and i'm not saying all because this is not for all but some of y'all forget what people have done for you how they have helped you how they have held you how they have listened to your shit and not judged you but then you choose to turn your back you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So at what point does it become everybody taking care of everybody, not just, oh, you you have my back, and then I'm going to go get this other broad, and we're going to ride off into the sunset. That's yeah. not cool. You know what I'm saying? A friend of mine, I, and I got, I'm going to say this real quick before you say what you said. A friend of mine made a very interesting comment. She said, and this is her opinion, she said, I think that black men are suffering now because they did not protect black women in slavery she said i think this is karma and i was like Ooh. i said that's real deep 
You know, that's a real deep Man. statement. Um, I don't agree or disagree, but I thought it was really interesting the way she, um, you know, the way she put that. Yeah. You know, like I don't think it's necessarily karma, but I think she has a great point about the slavery piece. You know, because mm -hmm. sometimes stuff is embedded in us from generations to generation, right? And it continues to trickle down, right? Right. So now we may be at a point where that mentality—that's a small piece of the mentality—that's right, reflective right. of the whole slavery thing, right? Where they could not do anything. And it's not taking the responsibility off y'all from, from actually. Look, she said, she was like, we need more protect. Nat Turner types. Like, she was like, yeah. Nat Turner was ready to die for his. She was like, we need more people like that. Um, yeah. Because, you know, when you see all these uprisings and you see, uh, you know, uh, these marches, you do see a lot of black women. Like the Breonna Taylor situation, um, I haven't seen and I'm just saying what I haven't seen. I could be wrong. I haven't seen too many people outrage. speaking up, you know, for her. It was overshadowed by the George Floyd and uh, who else was that that got shot around the same time? Look, it's been so many. Um, I can't even remember. Yeah. And to me, there's a sense of importance for all of them, a level of importance. To me, that's the same for all three right. people right. of um, that are African-Americans. But I do agree with you. Like, I think we, we lost a voice for her, you yeah. know, because it's, it's not in the, like, on, you know, social media like it should be or how you say that again? was, you know. Look. Right. It's, it's, it's just not, you know. Yeah. So. I, I agree. And I feel like somebody made a statement. They said that um, his mother knew what he was into and she knew that the police were looking for him, but she never warned Brianna. Like, she knew they were coming for him. And she never said a word. So, so who was have, the guy? Because they said that, I know, her dude was at the house with her, right? At the spot with her. But well, they from what I understand, somebody guy. was in custody already. Yeah. So I don't know if it was the boyfriend. No, because the or, boyfriend was there. He returned fire, like, because he thought somebody was breaking into the house. And they locked him up because a police officer that got shot. Okay, so, so were they coming for the boyfriend? Or no, were they... not the, her boyfriend. It was somebody else. I don't know if he shared the so lease maybe it was something or a friend with them. or whatever. Okay. but. But, yeah, but they said that they had locked the guy up, like, the previous night. I heard so that, but I thought they had locked the boyfriend up. No, okay, the boyfriend see, I... started shooting back because he thought somebody was breaking into the house. And they oh, locked Jesus. him up with the quickness. But they really? did not do anything to those police officers. You know, eventually, like, he had got out. And they dropped the charges or whatever. But well, Do they ever do anything to the police? Nah, If man. you go back and watch, watch some of these history programs and shows like i mean series like mandingo and roots like um when i was in high school we had to watch roots and mandingo and every other um black slavery film right. or whatever um shout out to dr willie jeffrey for that because he literally he was like y'all gotta see this you know i want y'all to be aware of our history so we watched all of that stuff and i remember thinking like oh I, I was born at the right time because they would have been lynched me Dealing with all of that stuff. I'm, I'm not going to lie. My family's from Mississippi, rebellious. so, man, let me tell rebellious. you. yes. It was just too much let going on back then. Let me tell you. Way too much. We are out of time almost, y'all. Um, We're going to get with y'all next week. We appreciate y'all for tuning in. Um, mm -hmm. We will be back on that uh, child support. And then uh, dating in your lane. That's our next topic. I think dating in your lane going to be next. And we're yeah, going to get some fellas in here. 
to share their um, opinion on dating in your lane. Yeah, but, I think that's, um, that's going to be a great topic. Interesting <sighs> topic. Like, you have stories. Look, don't we have plenty of stories about of dating, dating in your lane? DMs. Dating. Stay out of them. <laughs> <laughs> Look at your profile pic. Get it's a wrap. out there. <laughs> Scrub, no scrubs. Um, yeah. Okay, but we out, y'all. Um, we appreciate y'all for tuning in. Uh, thanks for kicking it with Oh That's Real, and we'll holler at y'all later. Out. Oh.